I, you I clicked the one thing. You, you just done did the thing. I'm ready. So here's the real no, thing. No, you just. back to the black tower podcast we are a wheel of time podcast it's time for tink talking we know you know as opposed to the other black tower podcast this isn't a wheel of time podcast that actually might be out there somewhere yeah. so if you're part of that podcast um you know we still uh, like come you. say hi we, we could be friends why not let's talk Who cares let's oh. talk let's have a conversation about intellectual property right? and why we don't actually have this <laughs> But welcome, it's welcome. Black I am your bystander, Andrew, and I am joined by my illustrious and very taintedly talented co-host. I was actually kind of impressive. Right? You like that? I'm the Sorbonne Mahal, Josh. I am drinking out of what I thought would be not an invisible cup tonight. You have any non-invisible cups? <laughs> Uh yeah, so apparently I don't. I don't know this one. Not according to Streamyard, you don't. All right, Streamyard's like the fuck you don't get like, no. Clearly, the cup's supposed to be blue, but apparently with enough light, it just becomes green. Maybe yours is just set up to like any solid color. We're just gonna mess with that shit. Because why not? Also, this this tattoo is fresh, and I put you know the lotion on it, stuff like that, and it like picks up. You hairs put the lotion on your skin, so you don't get the hose again. That's right. So I'm gonna just cover that up real quick. Is that H O S E or H O E S that you don't get? You know in? what? Let's just not even go there right now, Andrew. Do you know why? Because it's very Black important. Tower. We go everywhere. We do. We go everywhere. We swing both we spread ways. Spread our taint like a dog with oh, worms on the brand new living room carpet. Because mm. mm. that's the comparison mm. we want for us. But anyway, uh, spoiler warning for tonight. We don't need a spoiler warning because it's about the TV show. So we need a kind of spoiler warning because some people still haven't watched season two. If you are a plebe and have not seen all of season two, please pause, go finish season two, and then come back. And also, if you have not read the first three books of The Wheel of Time, that is The Eye of the World, The Great Hunt, oh, that might be a Dragon Reborn. Too. If you have not read those three books... Uh, then you're probably going to get spoiled on something here as we talk about tonight. Before we get into what we're going to talk about tonight, uh, it's not just the two of us talking about it. We've got some fantastic folks that have made either the fortuitous or the incredibly regretful decision to join us tonight. You might know them. You love them. They are the infamous twats of time say hello say, to Tom and Joe of Twatcast. Ah, Joe's doing a okay. couple of twats. Yeah, twat cast of time. I guess what? I didn't have like a. I didn't have a thing. You're supposed to do uh, the DX. <laughs> I was just sitting here. You can't see what it. We talked about crotch. You're supposed to stand up and just be all crotch. <laughs> <laughs> just butterfly. We did talk. About that. <laughs> we, we planned it. Where's your music? <laughs> this whole thing is falling apart. <laughs> Damn it! All right, let's just start over. Let's start over. Can we do this? Can we redo this? Let's go back to one. 
Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to the Black Tower, guys. We know that hey, uh, you've been here hey, before. Hey. Um, we like having you around. We like being here. We, it's fun being here with we've you guys. circled. You're, we've circled uh, the Twat HQ a couple times. It's been pretty awesome. Big sure. fan. Yeah. Uh, five stars. So, <laughs> oh, those few folks. Approval on Yelp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those few folks, like all two or three, that are somehow listening and watching us but don't know who you guys are, uh, why don't y'all tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you can be found on the interwebs or in person? I mean, it's up to you. It's your life. I'm not sure. <laughs> say. Take it away, Tom. I'm Tom from Trocast. I'm in uh, the state of Georgia. That's <laughs> oh, I got really <laughs> no, yeah, I'll, uh, the Woodstock, Georgia, uh, near the dollar store, and uh, there's a Kroger down the street. <laughs> and there's a Kroger. Oh, okay. Yeah. A Publix. And is yeah, there a Piggly Wiggly anywhere nearby? No. Can't. No. No. Damn. That does narrow it down. <laughs> If you get on Facebook and look at the uh, angry white ladies that uh, scream and complain when they put the dollar store up, you might be able to find my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> is it a dollar? That, is it a, that does a, not uh, narrow it down. Massive <laughs> <laughs> uh, thing in the South. Normally they're right next to, to a food lion. It's actually right next to the, uh, the Goodwill. Or is that the Chinese restaurants boys. are normally right next to the food line? I think it's that one. <laughs> like, no, I, it's not even a joke. We did this at work one day. We kept trying to find a food lion in North Carolina that didn't have a Chinese restaurant like right <laughs> next to it, and we could not find one. I challenge you to find a pawn shop or a check cashing place that's not next to a pawn shop and a liquor store. That's true. In Georgia. Those three things go <laughs> at least. very nice. They fit together. <laughs> they really well. <laughs> It's especially just, if yeah, especially if one of those places sells lottery tickets. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Here in Utah, I have to drive an hour and a half to get. And to that's a what our podcast ticket. is about. This is bullshit. <laughs> there's, a, there's a great clips next to every Kroger. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, everyone does this. There's a racetrack across the street from every quick trip. I love it. I'm here. I'm into it. I love it. I like that. It's What's great. your podcast about? Well, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's about <laughs> it's about liquor stores where Tom lives. <laughs> it's about the store man. It was about them all. Wheel of, we're the Wheel of Time re 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 read podcast, or right. however many reads we've done, which is a lot. I, don't I know. like that. Y'all are relatively. And we've been doing this for a very very long like time, so it's years, pretty yeah. shocking if you don't know who we are. It's not shocking if you don't like us, though. That's. Yeah. <laughs> did did we just get? Flavor. A, do you know who I am? From There's Joe? a certain flavor of Twatcast. Yeah. And most people y'all, don't like y'all it. bought us some drinks at the last Jordan Con. That's the only reason you're here. We, now, so. We've been doing the podcast <laughs> long enough that if you tell somebody that you do a podcast and they roll their eyes because everybody has a podcast, we can like explain like, no, we've had it for a long time and it's yeah, still have, sad. Listen, it's sad. It's <laughs> sad what we do. We've had it for <laughs> but, you know. long before it went insane. Wait, you know, <laughs> I will say this though. I, I often say that if you turn the way, 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 way back machine, and I please don't be insulted by how many ways there were. There's a lot, but um, we're old, so it's okay. You got like 
Dragon Mount, Tarvalon.net, and Theoryland, and Twatcast. Yeah, basically, yeah. And and I don't think people understand like how long you guys have been around doing this. <laughs> I don't and I, again, <laughs> please don't take that as an insult. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's a really long time. <laughs> but it's like somehow we still find a way to talk about this. But it makes it a lot easier with a show, you know. I mean, we're approaching territory where we can start talking about how the podcast would be old enough to drive and the podcast would be old enough to join the army. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting close. The podcast could join the army. <laughs> oh, next year we got to sign the podcast up for the selective service. Oh, so yeah, you're making more than both of my children combined. You're doing like an old man voice, but like we're, <laughs> we're <laughs> you're doing an old man voice. We're just doing our regular voices. Fuck you. <laughs> Back in the age of the internet was young. Yeah, the we are two to three years away from you guys having us on. We both sound exactly like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Abe Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold and there's wolves chasing me. <laughs> Love it. I can't wait for the future. It's like, I mean, I of the, the world. Nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Joe, what about you? Like, we know we uh, just said twat. Oh, right near a Kroger, Tom. right near a, right near a Piglet. Bam. Bam. I, I'm in also in Atlanta, Georgia, right there about. We're all in. We're all in Georgia. We're all in Atlanta. For for those of you who attend Jordan Con, uh, Joe is a mainstay. He's literally always there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I never leave the hotel. I actually live at the hotel, and then Jordan Con just kind of comes around once a year. I hung out. Hang out. For You're a living while. the dream, really. No one can. I no mean, one can disprove that. <laughs> <laughs> just always at the bar. Where is everybody? And then for like three short days, I'm like, yes. <laughs> hashtag is it april yet hits way harder for joe i'm just saying <laughs> joe Once drinks enough at gordon con to spend uh, 362 <laughs> days sleeping off his hangover and then that's pretty much yeah that's pretty <laughs> is that is that why the jordan con organizers get such a big discount because they know joe's just sitting in the yeah they're just like around. joe's racking up the bill for you guys it doesn't even matter <laughs> next year give them all the rooms for free we don't care we don't give a shit Joe, Joe upped his game this year, you guys. Joe has single-handedly Do not let his liver be sacrificed. Yeah, we've been there for Tom's been to a bunch of them. Just, I mean, for a while he lived up north, so he wasn't coming down for Gordon Con and stuff. I've been to like eighty percent. Yeah, you've been to a lot of them. Yeah, just not literally everyone. Right. Um, so yeah, we have a good time at Jordan Con. It's always fun. We have a live show. You guys are sometimes there in attendance with us, or maybe sometimes sit down for five seconds and then get kicked out of our, your chair unrightfully by somebody that shouldn't have been there. You know, it I just go, well, no, I go when I, I want. Kicked out of the chair for somebody that should have been there. I got the uh-huh. lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You know what? No, you earned that seat, Andrew. Okay, <laughs> he did. I told him yeah, to sit you- there. You, you tell Maria that she can kick rocks next time, okay? Gosh. Yeah, I'll be sure to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, no, but uh, these are the... I don't actually understand who I am. I don't think Maria can... <laughs> That's when she's like, no, actually, I have no idea who you are. Far I don't think it would be a good idea for Maria to kick rocks. No. 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 I don't think that, would, that would not go well. Yeah, that would not probably go not. Well. 
And then Andrew would be like, I'm from the Black Tar Podcast. And she'd be like, you mean the dude that got sloppy drunk in front of me? Really? You're proud of that? <laughs> who, is, who, who is Maria for people that don't know? Mm. Maria oh. is one of Team Jordan and the editor Man. of The Wheel of Time. That's weird. Where can we one see of. her? One of. Uh, we're, we can see her soon on our show next week. Oh, oh sweet. What? For Double like no flex. reason. Unsolicited plug. I love that so much. Everybody go watch. We're going to have Maria on next week just to we we were just not done talking about season 2, which is another great thing that we're we're off this week and we get to be on your show and talk about season 2. Hell. But uh we were like if hey, you're listening to this publicly, see if Maria wants to come say, on. Like, when they say next week, they mean this week as this came out publicly. That's true. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. We do like so I don't know what we have our lead now. time. Yeah. So you'll have uh we this will be live for all listeners on the back 17th. And look up Wattcast on the 14th. Oh, yeah, that's no, right. No, yeah. So we Wait, had so Maria how was on it? the show. How was it having <laughs> Maria on your show, guys? I think well, it went well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going to happen next Tuesday is you're gonna watch starting at 8 30, uh 30 minutes of technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Roughly the 35 minutes of Maria knitting and staring at us with deep judgment. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> one of us, then there will be some like really insightful moments, but you know, there will be few and, and far between. Yeah. And then one of us will receive the text that she has to go, and then we'll yeah. <laughs> vamp for 20 minutes and we'll wrap the show up. <laughs> is, that, is that usually when her patience is worn thin? And honestly, uh, yeah, Donna will more. say one too many things and slowly yeah. wear her down. I think, I honestly, I think she might have like a, like a, just a card where she just makes marks. And like yeah. Once she, gets to like four. <laughs> she said the Jono time limit. That's three in the first two minutes. This isn't going well. I think, I think, I think she's willing Your to Your multipliers. Yeah, She'll stay through four. Like Harriet, yeah, Harriet won't say for more than two. John O'Come. has got a public <laughs> perception. She's check like, card. I have to get. Mm. I love how quickly, like, and also it's uh, it's quite clear because it's Jono. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Jono will say <laughs> something, and then like two minutes later, he'll be like, "And I'll see you later. I'm tired." Every time, like, okay. But yeah, my and public I, perception can survive about. Five Jono jokes. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Love you know, it. When we talk afterwards, he's like, "Do you, was it, do you think that's because of what I said at that one time?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're like, absolutely." Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> just be like, actually, the better question is, do you think it was not because of? Yeah. What do you, you said? think it was? <laughs> is that what you think? Because that's insane. Um, I do. I do want to say, uh, Joe and Tom. I want to say you're welcome. Um, uh, because we have uh, someone in the chat. He who comes with the wine who says, I'm going to watch this podcast for the first time ever. So (laughs) you're welcome for the followership. Uh, (laughs) One. One more time. time. (laughs) I don't know if that's going to last. So we're here to talk about the Wheel of Time. We're going to talk Mm -hmm. about specifically the Wheel of Time TV show. Specifically, season two of the Wheel of Time TV show, and specifically, yeah. The so last year, last week we did our our yay! You guys did this good. This week is the oh that was oh okay mm, yeah Tom's on the right episode. Now here's the thing: since you guys were not on the last 
week's episode. If you would like to throw out real quick, like something that you liked about season two, get in there, go in there, just Mm. go hard. Mm. But keep in mind, we only have four hours to record tonight. So Mm. I need you to keep it succinct. Mm. What did I like? (laughs) I like things. I'm not. So I'll say this on our show, John is somewhere in the middle and Tom's kind of in the, I don't like any of this spectrum. And I'm kind of, you know, not full on. I love everything, but I, you know, more critical. But I still like stuff, you know, kind of thing. So I'm on the other side. But I don't let even me, think. Let me ask you that. I like. Go ahead. Go for it. You go. I was just gonna say. Let me ask you this: If I say to you, yeah, don't think of it as an adaptation. Think of it as more of a inspired by the events of. Hate that. And and remove yeah. yourself a little bit from the books. Does that make it better or worse? Worse. Worse. That's something I'm completely disinterested in. Well, I hate those movies that are like inspired by true events, and it's like the one actual that's what, event and, was like, yes, I saw a vagabond on the bus, and that inspired <laughs> Jeepers Creepers. Like, yeah. And then Hollywood was like, yeah, but what if he was a serial killer? Yeah, I mean, in theory, <laughs> yeah. inspired by real events. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. So I think there's a fine line. So inspired by the books, I think is the wrong way to go. Adaption of the books and understanding that it's an adaption of the books, I think is fine. You know, but I don't yeah, want anything yeah, less yeah. than an adaptation. Barely. Like you know what I mean? Barely. Like adaption means change and differences. It doesn't mean like so far different that it's not even remotely the same thing. Like that's where you and, and see. And this is where this is where I kind of get it because an adaptation to me says we take the story from the books, yeah. we work it a little bit and say now it's good for TV. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the TV show has kind of stepped one step beyond that. Because oh, instead of taking the story in the books and just and 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 adapting that story, what they've done is they've said, okay, we like the books we love the book and i'm not gonna get out here and be like you think they said that sucks and he hates the books i'm not gonna <laughs> say that um what i am gonna I mean, say though is that i do i do distinctly remember in season one rafe distinctly saying that the show was not made for book lovers so it's he did he did he's straight up and great awesome wonderful um, but my thing mean, kudos, is kudos to rafe about being honest like that's you know sure. at least you weren't like being like no book lovers should love it it's Absolutely, a shot-for-shot shot remake because we've seen how well that right. turns out. Mm-hmm. Winter Jack. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we. Oh, I'm, on, had... I'm on. I'm on record saying I like Winter Dragon better than anything I've seen from this show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wow! Damn. Oh, I mean, man. Winter Dragon did have Billy Zane. Yeah, <laughs> Which Billy? You never call. You never I'll write. Seriously, Billy Zane. Like, what are you What's... doing? Can we? Come can on, we... man. Can we push that to the end of the show and like talk about that for like at least five straight minutes? Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, we will dedicate the last three hours of the stream to that. Something. Yeah. Like he forgot he put the heart of the ocean in the jacket and then put the jacket on road. <laughs> I mean, don't you at least want him to just be like, leave me alone? At least once. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet at him again right now. He's like, if these will of time nerds don't leave me the fuck alone, I swear. Here's the here's the real question from our kind of joking friendly competition on Twitter to constantly try to get him on one of our shows. If he were to be <laughs> yeah. on our show, how much would your heart break? 
Because if he was Dude. on your show, I would lose it. <laughs> I'd be inconsolable <laughs> for like a month. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a hard decision. Because, like, yeah, we'd be heartbroken that he wasn't on ours, but we'd also be like incredibly happy for y'all. No, I'd be happy. Dude, I'd yeah. also be like right there, front row. No, I mean, a million miles if, an if hour. Zane like, came on our show, you'd be awesome. on the show with us, with him. You know? We can't have too many people We can't have too many people on Billy Zane. Billy Zane. can't have too many heads taken away from Billy Zane. No. You just see Josh and I in the bushes behind Tom outside just going to chill. Is there a stream yard option to put a screen in the middle? No, no, but you can blow one of them up to be like, this is the prominent person. You know, okay. We could do that. Can. We'll just all be little tiny that. squares off to the side. <laughs> Mr. Zane, Mr. Zane, what do you think? To Andrew's credit, when he was talking about uh, Rafe and his comments about the show, mm. um, Daniel Henney gave an interview before season two premiered and he was also very honest. He was also talking about, you know, hey, you know, we did some, we made some decisions in season one. And, mm -hmm. uh, they were not great. And we made some mistakes in season one. So we're going to spend season two kind of addressing some of those and, mm -hmm. you know, moving past that. And and I was, I was at the time very appreciative of that sort of, that, that, that honesty, that like, mm -hmm. oh, wow. Like you guys, you guys realize that you've done, and I don't want to like get out here and be, you know, like I hated everything about it. But at the same time, you guys realize you've done a disservice to the story in, in a way you've done a disservice to the books in a way. Um, mm -hmm. And I like that. I, I think that's really nice moment, to be aware of that. Let's take this moment really quick. Cause you know, Rafe watches all of our episodes. So does Sarah. <laughs> of course. So does he does. He's a huge, everybody fan. involved in it. Bezos himself watches what we think about. It's true. Yes. He doesn't even work for Amazon anymore. Yeah, like, yeah, but he's still look, interested in the real time, Tom. He's a fan. Yeah, <laughs> he's a fan. Uh, we, okay, and this is going to cost us uh, our third and fourth yacht. That's fine. Um, it's well, okay. At least we still have the other two. But this episode, as we said at the start, is meant to be our criticism of season two. Um, for whatever reason, whether it's stuff we have like an issue with artistically, whether we think it was just done bad, whether we preferred the books uh, more often or whether, you know, the opinion is that this part or the entirety of it is just absolute trash. That's what this episode is for. So. Like, yeah. So the point is, we're not going to caveat everything we say with, but we, but it, we don't mean that to be mean. You know, can I caveat all my comments with I do mean yeah. it to be mean? Of course. Yes, yeah, yeah, you can. Absolutely. Except yeah. for Tom. I, Tom. I, I will say this. The, Tom wants the, you to go on thing... your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> much, much, much more than that. <laughs> oh god. The one thing about season two that I that I really felt like was just bad. It, it okay. was just bad. It, it you've got Lan and Rand who literally did nothing. They mm. they accomplished zero in season two. And people you didn't see in the same scene together at all throughout all of season two. And no, no, no. You saw them once for 10 seconds. And then what Swan was, was like, oh, I see land prepared oh, you. Yeah. That's, right. That's right. I just saw the dude outside for the first time in a year. Like, 
That's so just oh, unpack that right. sentence for like a minute there, Josh. Oh, like that right there is like it's it's like they only threw that line in for book people. So like if it's not for us that like the books, like why are they saying shit like that? Because Lan wouldn't have had time to prepare him to do anything other than to say like walk like this. Like he Which has zero time. time. Yeah. So like why throw that in at all other than to why? Oh, look, it's kind of like the box. And you're like, why are you even doing that? Just do write your own dialogue at that point, because this scene doesn't make any sense. I had the exact same criticism of Rand v. Turok. Yeah. Like, what does it take to earn a heron mark on this? (laughs) (laughs) Gang, gang, bitch, let's go. (laughs) Mm. Cool. I I didn't hate that or anything. Like, I got why they did that. Because he wasn't trained. And him fighting yes. him for real would have been dumb. And he, if he had won, I would have been like, what the fuck? So, I like, I, the fact that he used the one I power, I was like, well, okay, at least he can do that. And I, that makes sense in a way, even the show, you know? So, they tried to mm. give him a lifeline uh, via, uh, which is hilarious. Like, I, I kind of love it, but I also like it's, it's disingenuous to the books that in the show, there's a mental health institute in Kyrian. Korean, yeah. you want to say, like that doesn't exist in the books. There is mm-hmm. no mental Not health facility for anybody in the books, much less any yeah. of the mentally unstable or mentally damaged men uh, in the books. Uh, which yeah. actually is kind of like <laughs> surprising given Robert Jordan's background. It's um, it's weird to yeah hand wave what? Asmodian away and the role that he's supposed to play and replace him with Logan, but then build if like, they have a really that. lengthy and intricate storyline just with. It's just different. That does nothing. They they the, the one dude, you know what I mean? The like, one sword yeah. master that was like completely unhinged <laughs> and kind of was like mm. alluded to maybe teaching Rand some stuff. So it's like there was an avenue for them to explore God, him being man. able to sword fight, but it's like it, it just wasn't enough. So given yeah. how they set up everything, the, the way they did with uh, Rand and Torok makes more sense than having Rand right. go into a sword fight and actually win. <laughs> Oh, completely. But, yeah. But so. but that's that's but my criticism is what we were talking about yeah. is the line. The line. Why yeah. why did Turok say that when oh. it was not when well, the heron isn't visible? Like, no, the heron isn't visible. But it was though. It was. Yeah. Rand's sword was up over his shoulder. He like distinctly like the camera even like pans up yeah. to it. And no. he's like, oh shit, even so it's over here. It's like the one he got all excited heron on the hilt. Yeah, yeah, he definitely Look. saw the Heron. Like, Look. you know. Okay, cool. I'm just great. saying. Awesome. You know? Like, literally. Wonderful, it's not like great. he just saw Ran had a sword and he's like, but... let's see if this guy can fight. <laughs> Everybody over here has a sword. Cool. Um, but no, but where I'm going with this is that yeah. in in that last confrontation between Rand and Ishamael, mm-hmm. they went out of the way to make sure that Rand could contribute nothing to yeah, that. Yeah, it was a little odd. They, they, they actually went like, okay, I don't have a problem with Egwene putting up a shield. And like, okay, cool, great. You know, that gives her some character sort of uh, 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 some catharsis, you know, from her yeah, from earlier in the yeah, season. Yeah. She says, yeah. I could have defended him. You know, cool, great, wonderful, awesome, wonderful, great, awesome. Perrin jumps in with the shield. Matt comes in with the spear. Like it's 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 Avengers Assemble. I love it, except for 
They Fair go <laughs> out of the way yeah. to make sure Rand can't do anything. Until so, it seemed like the show the was blade. trying to make that scene more of a like this is where Rand is declared. It has really nothing else to do with like him fighting or whatever. And I think what they're trying to do in my mind is build Rand's like really big fight battle scenes up in a slow climactic way for like season after season after season. So sure. they don't want to show him fighting Ishmael this early because they you want to fight him again later, maybe or as Morden or like. You know what I mean? And you don't want to see like season after season of Rand doing some big thing. And I get that. I mean, if, if that's what they're doing, though, but like I'm extrapolating you that. You know what I mean? It's like, so you I don't, don't know what they're doing. <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking like, about? No, no, no. Building up the epicness problem. of a scene is like as important as like showing cool stuff happening all the time. You know what I mean? Like, like that you can show it in a different way. That's all I'm saying. So like for them, they might've just taken that scene and gone, Oh yeah, it's really more important that he's seen as the dragon at the end of it, less than they fight literally, you know, kind of thing. Well, see, that's, that's my, my biggest problem with season two is that they, I'm not saying I agree Rand... with you. I'm just saying, I think that's what the reasoning is. <laughs> yeah. My biggest yeah. problem is that they, they've given Rand Perrin's storyline from the books. <laughs> Oh. In the fact that Perrin does fuck all the first two to three books. Perrin that, did and fuck now all Rand, three Rand has of done, books. Yeah, well, true. Bran has done nothing. And his the, the whole Eye of the World scene from the books is meant to show the reader in book one just how significantly incredible and terrifying and powerful the dragon is supposed to be especially That's untrained and untapped yeah. and not knowing what he's doing and like you yeah know, it's almost more dangerous that he doesn't know what he's doing you know yeah in, in and so one. like okay we don't get that in in season one we get some kind of dream sequence fat buddha statue stand up and hold it out to you like it's a gift and blah we're done okay <laughs> not a big man. fan but shit had to change COVID. <laughs> blah 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 50,000 excuses that people make for things to not be all that exciting. Okay. Um, so season two to me should be like the redeeming time. This should be where mm -hmm. we get to see why Ran as the dragon should be such of a concern. Right now, they have done absolutely nothing other than Moraine providing exposition as to why as to why the dragon is even that important. Mm, yeah, right now she's like, he's that shown, fucking important. You know, like that's yeah, really the only... Shown, They've shown literally every other character, especially from Mons Field, to do more and be more powerful than Rand. I don't know. I think Rand that has did done is sit there and be like, too. Clint Eastwood stared. No, Aaron hey, learned about the wolves. Was... That's kind of it. You know, like he didn't do a whole lot, you know, in the end. You know, well, there was no and room. Yeah, you know, he had but he fucking shield and jumped in, but that was stupid. Yeah, but he still they stood were... up to Ishi. Like, Ishi, like Perrin and Egwene both stood up to Ishi, which I, I have massive problems with. Because the, the level of, of strength and one parent shouldn't even be able to stand up to him, period. Especially from a shield from a hero, the Horn of Valir, who at this point is already poofed. So how did the yeah, shield yeah. stay there? I don't see how it's still there, but whatever. Well, no, I had, but, they haven't poofed yet, have they? No, they haven't poofed. Yeah, because they, they look, they yeah. they see Rand get like the dragon swirl up behind oh, him. He's yeah, standing on right. the tower and then they like fade away. Ha! Andrew, the point stands for, well, the you point still suck. stands for after the fight because the shield's still there and it makes no fucking sense. Either way, like uh, Egwene, even going through what she did with the Sean Chan, still 
still has not learned nearly enough to be able to shield blows from from a forsaken much less issue from the like, forsaken yeah yeah and people are like mm-hmm. oh well issue was holding back like no he was already resolved you know no. the first moment when he no steps out there and he like waves her away and she smacks against the wall yeah. yes like it should have been her throwing a shield up in front of Rand for two milliseconds, and then her him waving her away and smashing her against the wall. That it should have been, been the, her the not there of her right? shield. They could have done that. Her. Then Perrin runs in and does a little yeah. bit. And they survive, and that's just barely enough time for Rand to be unshielded, and then Rand gets to actually fight issue. <laughs> And then he doesn't hold the fucking sword by the blade because who the hell does that? And they already made the weird change to put the heron on the hilt only when Torox looking at it for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. Could have just kept it there, and that's how he could have branded. Like they could have. Maybe done that's like Torox that. power. Why was it? Why was that the Turok's blade instead of the hilt? Why did they make that change? <laughs> why did they make any of the changes? That's the problem. Well, that's the I'm you, saying, like, you, why you did you change it, that? Who it was, it was an unnecessary change, right? Yeah, they yes! put it on the it's hilt like, what during is the, the scene point of that change? That's that's the weirdest thing. They put it on Even, the hilt during yeah. the scene with Torok, but then yeah. it's gone. And it's like made of brass, like it's made of metal, like or whatever. Yeah. Like, so it's like made it's like clearly it's a metal fixture. ornamentation on his hilt, as in it would have burned the fuck out of him if his hand was on it. It's like so oh, you don't need to go season one and season two. We just haven't seen that side of the hilt of Rand's sword, I guess. He could have dropped you, you, I mean, he could have dropped the sword hilt after the after that fight, and then it, it could have been like red hot for like a second, you know, like like the door handle in Home Alone kind of thing, and then he could have been like, oh, yes. shit, yeah, my hand. Oh, you mean you know? it was hot, there, and I there is hold on to it for more wrong than response. a half second? When Joe said yeah. the door handle like Home Alone, and you got excited, you should have gone like this. <laughs> <laughs> it was right um, there. Like, look, I, I'm a And then he I'm runs down the nerd. stairs and puts his hand in the snow. I love swords. <laughs> And I'm 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 not one of those. Okay, if you're one of those people who are like, I love the sword sword isn't a katana. Shut up. Oh, who cares? Who cares? Nobody cares. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's a katana. Maybe it's not. Are people Shut really up. down on that? I mean, oh, they really are, dude. People are finding anything. Oh, go, go back and look at our sword. And traditionally, yeah, our single-edge, slightly curved sword. But it's totally not. Absolutely not. Yeah, a katana. It sounds like you're describing a katana. But there's so many other issues. <laughs> yeah, that's so small. But that, but that's where I'm right. Thank yeah, you. When people are like, like, I'm not sure about these now. clothes. When people are like, I'm not sure I'm about gonna, the clothes this person's wearing. In I'm going to shout out. I'm going to shout out Jim. Like uh, I don't appreciate you calling it small. <laughs> oh, excellent! I'm going to shout out the perfect size. Am I just finding out now that we're we've broken yeah, up? The big ones hurt. No, I'm just saying you sound like somebody that I used to know. Um, I'm gonna shout out Jim you, from you, the you, you have gone out of your way to at least three different times to make it very clear that someone broke up with you. Oh yeah, Josh, it. you have your you have both of your replicas, don't you? I do. Yeah. Just done. Uh, I think Josh and I are both dying. The biggest thing that kills me about the end. <laughs> Is that we're we're combining books two and three, and we're Ish. devoting. Yeah. We only have eight episodes. Mm-hmm. We're devoting uh. entire episodes to a single chapter or a paragraph, or something that happened in between paragraphs that didn't even ha- like, or something that just it, never fucking happened in the yeah, books. It, that we're just 
to me, it's it's disdainful of the books. It's like, hey, there's some good stuff here. Let's see what we can do with it. It's kind of like how I feel like it was approached. Mm. Instead of like, mm -hmm. hey, how can we make this a TV show? And that's that's kind of sums up my feelings of it. Like every time I watch it, it's, it's very frustrating to me. <laughs> well, like, and, we, and I even look at it going... Okay, but I think we can make it a lot better because it's not great. And like, I think it is great. So I'm frustrated. I mean, yes. First off, 100% yes. I feel exactly where you're going with that. And and my complaints with the show... Stop and, and this is like, background character. Like, yeah, please. Thank you. Thank as you. As much Three as we talk bring about him the books, into the front of the show, or I'm going to be... Yeah. I mean, we could talk like, about the books. I might actually be like Tom and be like, I'm out! <laughs> talking about the books... Like, like season one, I could get with it because it's like it's a mystery who the dragon is, and I'm like, all right, fine. I that was this, that was also a mistake. And then as it as that unfolded, and the reveal of it was still pretty cool. Like like when they showed where he had been channeling back throughout the season, I was like, okay, that was pretty cool. But like, it's a great two, idea if nobody has the internet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like everyone's everyone's <laughs> well, just they, like who's they it? Did the in instantly did the inverse of the books because the books you knew what was Rand because the books only talked about Rand like mm -hmm. ninety percent well, yeah. book one. The TV show, it's like okay, who's the one character they don't actually really talk about or have do anything? Rand. But my problem like with that is that you we still didn't get enough time spent with like the Emmons Fielders to like. One get enough red herrings or clues that it is Rand or isn't Rand. Like we have like an episode where they say one month later we spent two episodes dealing with the death of a warder and it's and or and the I said I and I'm like why the fuck do I care about these characters? They should be showing me what's going on with Perrin and Matt and Rand and Egwene and everybody you know that kind of thing. And then so yeah. like fast forwarding to the end of the season where it's like it's COVID related and Matt disappears for no reason and then like you know all these weird changes they made and you're just like what the fuck is going on? It seems so like season yeah. two was incredibly much better compared to season one to me, but there are still yes. a lot of issues that were set up in season one that they're having to like fix to get back on track sort of. But I don't know if they like fixed them all that well. You know, like they're still walk in. And they were like, do we have time for Gaul? And they're like, no, we have to devote at least one hour to Moraine's sister we made up. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we did have a sister in the book. But... Yeah, well, but her sister in the book's got like two lines. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, Darth you know Manet is revealed to be a dark like, friend. We all agree, but at least, they spent at a least lot of time Marine's in this season. Made up character, like, I don't know, Layla Ibarra. Like, fair um, enough. They spent a lot of time with, like, Leandrin and Barf Mayonnaise and like a few of the other characters they, that least, that were dark friends. <laughs> Sorry, I mean dark. What's his name? What's his name? Real name? I forget. Did you say Barf? <laughs> That's what we call it on our show. Barf Mayonnaise. What's his name? Forget. Barth. Barth. What's his name? Barth. 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 At least they. Um, at least they killed Layla right away. Yeah, but I mean, like they. So I liked the aspect of the show but that was like, "Hey, it's her. it's not just crazy zealot psychos that are or evil people that are dark friends." Like there was reasons to be a dark friend, mm. and like, and I was like, oh, "Okay, this is kind of yes. I, I like this," you know. And that's a change from the books, but that's one that I was like, "Okay, I'm enjoying this." But then you drop the fucking ball with Inktar at the end. I'm like, "What the fuck? That was the whole point of season." The two of the like, what the fuck? One man could one hold, man could hold fifty here. That just came out of nowhere. Instantly and dies even, after the second. And they weirdly the set place. it up in the beginning of the season too. Like it was like they had it set there. Like he had the conversation of like, 
they were burying the guy anyway, even though he was apparently was like, Why are we burying them? Even though he was a dark friend. He's like, he's, he's like, yes. you don't have to you don't understand what we go through in the blight or like up at the blight border and like all the stuff. And yes. like he's like, he still deserves a proper burial, even though he's a dark friend and blah blah blah. And I was like, that's a huge setup for later. And then it's just like and just pans out to nothingness. What you don't have fuck? a guy sit there and go, one man could hold 50 in this spot, and then they can die from three, three people. And then, yeah, yeah. at so, least, at least, at least give us a time skip and show 20 bodies like mm -hmm. laying on the ground. I don't even, like, at I don't least. even, I don't even want like, that. I want leave them behind, and then the I want to hear yelling as they're learning a lot. Yeah, there's deleted scenes and stuff, and I get that. That was that. another That's thing. Great, they were all right there like, when he died. The whole the, point the, is that he's holding know, the back and they leave. And I'm like, Joe you're not done! They're still Lennon. fighting and he's dying. The, the th there's a saying, so the, road to hell is the, the path to hell is paved with good intentions. Mm -hmm. They're going to have all the intentions to make that line make sense. But the thing is, ultimately, in the when you do a final cut for what's going to be the yeah. mass production, you can't count on people watching deleted scenes, hearing about deleted scenes, and going, exactly. oh, no. Yes. Here, I forgive you for this and the main thing. No, yeah. you just made, you literally had Inktar go, one man can hold 50 in this space, and then the next scene die to three people. So you, I don't even point, mind Inktar that they like changed that to a parent conversation. I, I don't love it, but like, parents spent the time with him hunting the horn for whatever right. reason. And like, did he? Yeah. Though? And like, and I, kind, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like in the beginning of the season, implied. Implied. kind of walked around with it because the Sean Chan were like, nobody, whatever. They had been on the road for a long time, guys. We just didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, so like, this theory, I, I get the intention, but like, if it doesn't make it into the final cut in a way that doesn't make Ingtar look like a fool or make sense with the statements, then for the mm -hmm. your mass consumer audience, it just looks like you made this guy make a statement from a, a culture that is supposed to be superb in war and analysis, especially Ingtar as a commander. Yes. Uh, of the like yes. within Shinar. And he's like, ah, oh, I could hold 50 people. And then like you just make him look like a damn fool, a fucking light blinded fool mm -hmm. immediately after. And I think that's very infuriating, yeah. especially for book readers, because like we get Intar in the books, who has this very noble like redemption arc of like literally doing that. I can hold fifty people in this pass, and that's where Intar makes his last stand, and it's impactful and it's emotional. And I get it; we mm -hmm. didn't have the time on screen to get to be emotionally invested in Intar. That's fine; I get that. We could Just, have, uh, but like, don't get it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't get that in the in the TV show. No, no he said I we, don't get it. No, I'm saying you say I get it, but I'm saying you should not get it because even if you're combining books two and three into one season, that's eight episodes. That's two four-hour movies. Those are both longer than the extended versions of the Lord of the Rings. You could have told yeah, both stories a, in a four lot. hours if you, you need to. A lot to. With that. And yeah. if you had to move pieces around and make that work. You make it work, but instead they didn't. I, to me, it looks like they didn't even try. They right? just took themes from book three, plugged them into book two, threw the story for book two out, and just kind of like, uh, here's let's a, fix here, it. Let's fix season Z. one with season two. Yeah, to get we'll their throw some crap in. Yeah. Uh, no. So it's very frustrating. I, no, I will it's say, not very concise storytelling. I will say that. I think that's one of I, my main problems with it. Because they have so much time, like Tom's saying. They have eight full episodes. And even if you're cramming two books into it, like Tom's saying. Yeah. And I know the intention, I think, is that book three will still... Some of book three will still be in season three. 
You know, like there wasn't all of book three in this season. You should be able. To, you should be able to find a way to do each book in three hours. And I much, yeah, much and you have an time. hour extra to expand on what you think needs expanding, like a Gween being collared or whatever. You know, like that and whole I, thing. And I loved and that I, episode. It was a fantastic yeah. episode. But like, and I just I don't feel like they're trying. Uh, I don't feel like they're interested. I, I think they're just that, spending too much my... time on characters that they don't need to be spending time on, like Moraine, because Agreed. it's Rosamund Pike. Agree. And it's Agreed. because it's Rosamund Pike that they're doing it, which is okay, I guess, because she's that's TV and cool. that's a star. Great. But like, that's yeah, not I the guess. story. And like, you're just gonna do a disservice. To, and but the millisecond you start wasting any other time with someone else like stepping in season one i'm just like why am i watching this warder cry like i don't care you know like i want to see what's going on with matt so, and, Rand and Aaron and the queen and you know so i i have this theory when it comes to storytelling when it comes mm -hmm. to a, any kind of movie when it comes to any kind of book when it comes to any kind of storytelling at all there is a a a sort of onus upon the audience right it is my job as a consumer of this story to connect certain dots. Cool. That's me. And the storyteller, if they're good, is going to create a world that is interesting enough for me to want to connect the dots. Cool. Great. Awesome. Wonderful. However, the story falls out of balance when the storyteller does not create an environment that is interesting enough for me to want to do the work for them on the back end to yeah, make yeah. the story they presented make sense. Now, where I'm going with this is I feel like this, the TV show is, you know, Rafe, Rafe will say, you know, Hey, this isn't for the readers. This is to introduce the wheel of time to a whole the new world. Group of yeah. Great. Awesome. Wonderful. Uh, my brother is in our Discord as the new Poison Checker Mihail. He's great. I love him to one. death. He has not read a single book. He has watched both seasons Ever? of the TV show. And he is asking me questions going, what the hell just happened? And I'm like, bro, mm -hmm. I wish I could answer. But all I can give you is explanations in, this, in the books. And if you're putting that much responsibility on an audience, I feel like you're not telling a good enough story. That's, yeah. And that's my problem. It's not that it's not as good as the books or it should be closer. And it should be closer to the books. But exactly. It's really more about like the missing. It's the little changes that they make that have ramifications. And I know what those ramifications are because I've read the books, blah, blah, blah. But like, I understand. But just in case, in the cases of storytelling, like, for instance, it really drove me crazy, and this is just a small thing, but, like, Moraine stopped the dagger from cutting her in season one. Like, she stopped it with the one power. Like, Matt went to cut her, and ran, and Lan is just, like, across the room and, like, behind her somewhere. And, like, how badass would it have been to show him be a goddamn, one, Batman, like he is, and two, a warder, and somehow be across the room faster than you could blink, and he's holding the dagger before it cuts her throat. And, like... You took that moment away from him and gave it to Moraine, which is like not a big deal in the okay, grand scheme cool. of things. But at the end of the day, you're you're taking little pieces away of like what makes Lance such a badass to everyone that's ever read the books or yes. and like and they potential viewers other. of the show that don't know the books. Like that's not about a book moment. That's okay, about like Lan showing what a man, sword, kill people. Yeah. 
Lan, that's all he did. Also with Land, because Land was like, uh, when the, the merge all showed up in season two, he was like, you know, as he and Moraine lay there bleeding and dying, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm sorry, I should have sensed them. And it's like, according to the TV show, no, you shouldn't have, because one was on a cliff right above your camp. Yeah, and you nobody know. reacted until it. And you had no so idea. Clearly, that's not part of the water bond now. So, like, yeah, even now, Moraine are... having completely masked off the bond, which. I, I don't okay. get how they're making so, that make sense. Well, she did that before she left for the blight in season one, is how they're yes. flying, right? And then they rewrote it to make it mean seem like she took his bond away and didn't just yeah. mask it. I, I, which uh, is insane, you know. I think it's still masking, but know. they're making the masking related directly to channeling, like I, you have to channel the mask into existence. I think that's what I think is like, happening. They're, they're I think they're saying the mechanics of that. So. I think they're saying that Moraine masked the bond to go into the blight, and because mm-hmm. she was shielded, was mm-hmm. unable to remove yeah. the mask yeah. on the bond because it is mind physically like... rebonds him in season two. Like it is but mind again, blowing that the four of just us said, let me back you. in. Like I thought the I took it as the bond. <laughs> I anything on this show. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you for this simple relationship. We're we're skirting around this larger problem. And this is, this is something that's only a show problem and not like, it's not about like, Oh, this is me being mad. It's not like the books. It's just, there's a lot of inconsistencies with what they're doing in the show, just in the show. Like, the dagger does mean something, and then it doesn't, and then it kills people instantly, and then loyal gets stabbed. And it's with a it. lightsaber. And then it does this, then nothing, and then it's st- it melts the door, and like it does. Like the dagger makes no fucking sense from point like A to point B in, one, in the series like at all. In season two, it, never explains how Peter Pan gets the dagger. Never explained. They never explained how loyal survived getting stabbed by the fucking dagger. They never <laughs> mention it. It's not even a line of dialogue. It's pretty. Like, if I'm like, watching that show and, and I and just cop- watched the show, I would be like, "Why the fuck is Loyal alive?" <laughs> oh, the cop out like, is Rand is now permanently scarred because Elaine is just not that good at healing. Yes. Yeah. And how much more powerful would that have been if Nineveh had done it and fucked up? <gasps> Which he still no, could have like, looked up at her and Nynaeve gone, is, "Elaine, who are you?" One, like, it doesn't have to be perfect, her that does it for him to have that reaction when he sees her. The perfect the time is for Nynaeve to be super pissed where she could channel. Instead, she's just like <laughs> paralyzed by sadness. Not even fear. She's not afraid. She just yeah. looks fucking yeah. They mishandled now, Nynaeve the, a bunch. The the Dom they really did. The thing is, a light brighter than the sun in season one to like mm-hmm. paralyzed does nothing. Which I saw somebody, somebody critiquing the, the fucking... Um, her pushing the the arrow bolt through Elaine's leg, being like, "That's not how you treat." Remove arrows. Like, the fletchings. Well, no, please. No. <laughs> well, yeah, remove the fletchings before you push it through. But if it is a true arrow, like a bolt and an arrow are different. A bolt doesn't have the, yes. the rear facing barbs. If it was a mm-hmm. bolt, you're absolutely right. Pull that shit straight back out. If it's an arrow, you have to push it through. Because the barbs rip and tear and cause more overall damage, right. pulling right. them out than if you push yeah, it all the yeah. way through. Um, something this, of wisdom this, this was awesome, with right? fish hooks. If you fish hook yourself, yes, and the barb is in, you yeah. gotta fucking go through because you'll cause more damage and pain trying like to like trying to pull it, back it backwards, out, right? Rather than pushing it through, cutting the barb off and pulling it back out. 
been that there. That being said, that being so, said, so Nynaeve, just wisdom would know. The, Nynaeve just pushes the end of the shaft into Elaine's leg, and that's it. She never like reaches around and pulls it out the other side of her leg. <laughs> None of that shit. So Elaine is just walking around with like the weirdest thing sticking out of her leg. And then I mean, she is. She's just a. Wi- she's not a field medic. She's a wisdom. So like, I get not knowing like <laughs> the intricacies a field of, medic. Of... Most of the her, most of her clients have been harmed in a horrific field harming accident. accident. <laughs> yeah. The thresher took my leg off. Oh, you're dead. Sorry. Pa, pa done got run over by the tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I think of Django when they shoot uh they shoot the dude in the field as he's plowing the field and just gets like Paul? Paul oh, Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. That's the one. Look at your flowing locks, Josh. Oh, my flowing locks. I you know, it would be so much better if they were, you know, adapted to a TV show. <laughs> well adapted in makes sense. I'm saying shit now. Honestly, look. I, uh, Joe, I like what you were saying, where it, it, the complaint is not entirely. The complaint, yeah, and not entirely. That, it's not the books. Yeah, Correct. The we get it. Is that it's the, not the, the books. The show is inconsistent and not giving me something to base the next decision on. You know? And, like, and, and what they're doing is they're, they're doing this weird thing where they're putting a responsibility on the viewer to mm-hmm. look at the bonus material. And I'm like, that's bad And storytelling. on the same hand, a lot of people watch that show and just like it. And I, I mean, like, my, my boss watches the show, hasn't read the books, and hey. him and his wife love it. They love season Maybe. one. And I'm just like, okay. Great. You're going to love season two because hey. it's way better. Hey, And, <laughs> you, you know, know I want to say this. I want to say this. Look, if season you two are... Season two is better. It's arguably a better show. By, by far. Hard <laughs> agree. Hard yeah. agree. I feel like I feel like if you are someone who's watching this and you're like, well, I like the TV show. Like, cool, yeah, which great, is fine. awesome, yeah. wonderful. I'm happy for that. I am happy for that entirely. I want everyone in the world to fall in love with the Wheel of Time. Like we have. 100%. Yeah, 100%. The 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 issue here is not that oh, Rafe, you jerk, you haven't you haven't made a scene for scene remake of the books, and therefore no, I'm mad. Yeah. It's I'm not, yeah, you've created really a story. You've created a story in which Len is of a main character. He's a main character. And you've relegated him in season two to sad puppy. Mm-hmm. In in which he did two things. Lan did two things. He peed on a tree and he killed a squadron of Shawnchan. Well, he also yeah, uh, intimate knowledge of channeling and tying off. Yeah, and he had yeah, he somehow found something. Oh, right. <laughs> because somehow he heard a story that reminded him of a rumor that his Listen, sister's man, roommate's cousin's stepdad once said. Also, I know most people won't understand this, but like, and I didn't even notice it. But they say steading, like there's, they say steading instead of grove for the gate, and that's hidden in carry. And I didn't even notice it at first, but like everybody else was like, "Does that mean they wouldn't be able to channel?" And I was like, "Also, also, Leandrin carries the Wonder Girls through the ways only to set them free." 
after she delivers them to see so, I don't that part not so upset at because they set Leandrin up to be How? less of a psycho evil person and more of a well because she uh, just meets up with a relatable villain and I off. and I don't mind that so much. She's still a dark friend. That makes still sense. It. If you accept that they set Leandrin up to be that way, and I don't accept that. That's <laughs> I think I did. I figured she only did it because the other the dark friend she met was an absolute ass to her and was like, you'll be bowing before me. And, no, you'll be bowing before me. I think that's exactly what she did. Yeah. I yeah. think she was but just like, fuck I you. I think that's the only reason I'm going to, I'm going like, to cause you problems. I don't think she was like, I'm a good guy now. I think she was just like, Oh yeah. Fuck you, bitch. How about this? That's I mean, what I'm, what I'm more. You know what I just, you know what I just realized? That's that none of the Soldom or Demani went, Oh, she's Wait, doing the thing. Like that's, how did none of the, none person. of the Demani go like, what the fuck? Oh she yeah, that's true. Her story, the re the redeemable, relatable dark friend. It's Leandra now instead of Victor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. And then all. Oh so, my god, mm. that's a good point. They this also just made her Darth Vader. Supposed to feel bad you know? her because because she only went to the dark side to save someone she loved from death. <laughs> and yeah, then we'll that person Darth died Vader anyway. We don't call her Lampier anymore. We call her Vampir. Vampir. Oh. Oh, the vampire Lampier. She's got the second strongest cheekbones in all of the Wheel of Time TV shows. I, I, <laughs> I mean, story story beats it. that should have been changed aside. Lanfear, the actor, crushed it. I loved her. <laughs> yeah, she was good. Uh, she oh, did yeah. a great job. I was like, she's equal parts scary and hot and intimidating and strong and like like just all like all the things that Lanfear should be. I, I was just like, bravo. Wait, hold on. Love every second. We have I a think thing the actors were great. <laughs> <laughs> Mark me down. Wait, scared. I gotta get rid of the banner. And, yeah, get go. rid of the banner. God. <laughs> scared and horny. Um, look, we now have two Peaky Blinders X actors. Uh, we have uh, Aram, played by oh shit. That's what I call stalkers. I don't care about. So who Aram. plays Aram? Who uh, plays Aram? Brendan Fraser from Instagram. No, terrible <laughs> someone. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Look, it's if Dino Fraser was in this show, he would have to be Samael or Ravine. Daryl That would be a mislead. That's what I that said. I am McCormick. Thank you, Andrew. Furious. You can't put the graphic up. Yeah, it's no, Daryl McCormick, but it's pronounced Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's and it. And then Natasha O'Keefe is our second. Peaky Blinders actor, and um, she's killing it. I think the Peaky Blinders actors are killing it. Maybe there's a theme I mean, here. So season saw, three, we'll we see Cillian Murphy like as... in the last when he was flat on his ass, which I loved. How did you guys feel about the uh, Dark Prophecy actually being some sort of dark magic chant that Ishmael had to <sighs> chant in order to bring back Vampire Lantern? <sighs> come out of a blood level, <sighs> and then if you stab her in the heart and cut her throat. She just pops back to life and she's like, I'm going to get you. But then she forgets how to teleport. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, she had to track him on the horse. And also, everyone knows Moraine has a tell. Moraine, I like understand how she didn't find him. I like that you try to put the loss of traveling on me after she just puts vampire land. Like, so uh, this is... This Moraine, instead of taking the fourth horse with her, kills it. 
You you it's have to just, kill it, Josh. You can't just take the horse with you. You have to kill it. Yeah, Josh. This is courtesy of Twatcast to explain the Brendan Sorry. Fraser. Sorry. There it is. <laughs> Bam. Thank you. Appreciate that. Similar to it. <laughs> That's goddamn. Okay. okay. I see it now. I see Aaron it Cito, and... That's oh, what we Aaron call it. If Brendan Fraser doesn't make an appearance oh, yeah. in the show now, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, I mean, he should. I'm already pissed. He's an amazing. Already. He's an amazing actor. <laughs> Look. Oh, oh, God. Okay. So Reese slash Aludra in the chat mm. has made an excellent point. You can stab Lanfear literally through her heart, Neck. then yeah. pull the dagger out. And slash oh, her and throat. And then slash her throat. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And then she's then she just goes respawn. Yeah. But if you get one dude who just goes to Ishi and goes, eh. well, no. Well, so see, that's, they Shamel even had a sword, conversation with Pat and like Fane a lightsaber. Only and she he has that power. It around right now. <laughs> he made it a lightsaber and he wiggled it around a little bit. So oh oh. <laughs> And you Is know, he was he rules? was flanked by his friends, so the power of friendship. The little, power he made it a lightsaber, and the power of friendship turns you yeah. to dust. Oh didn't my you god! Know that? Yeah, I hate it. He, he didn't leave the little actually, ring behind. Yeah, so actually, we're all missing uh, a key point to that technique. <laughs> Rand you. grabbed the blade of the oh, yeah. sword of the lightsaber. You know what that means. That means fine. all his fingers true are true death. It means true yeah. death. You just yeah. Pat and Fane yeah. and Ishmael, unfortunately, have a conversation that Lanfear is turning against them, and then Pat and Fane says something like, "Well, how are we going to get rid of her? The Dark One gave her like, you know, immortal life or something like that." Joe, even that, like even what you just know. said, me. let me deal with said... that. And I was just like. That is the worst throwaway line to introducing the true power, like ever. Oh written. gosh! Yeah. You just said Patton Payne and Ishmael had a conversation, and you kept talking, and, then, and I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, my own heart screaming in my ear. <laughs> oh yeah, they just made everything. I really like Patton Payne in the show, and I like how they've brought them up oh, a little bit. Made him, made him so, more than he is. Wait, I like that. They just turned Ishi into like atrocities from DC. It's all just blood magic now. <laughs> It's blood magic. Blood calls blood. With she is Dracula. Blood calls blood. Oh, I can't is that stand what it is? Good lord. I like when you guys have like, version they, of Dracula. They read, the one, they read the one poem or the one prophecy that's like blood calls blood, blood fills blood, and they're like land fear. And it's like the Why fuck? does that mean landfear? What if like, someone's oh, just you're talking about it's blood just and let's time only of the month. ever mean landfear? Also, again with inconsistencies, she gets stabbed from behind by Moraine and gets her throat cut. She gets up maybe. like ten no, whole minutes later. Maybe that maybe that. You know, maybe they've got ten minutes. <laughs> maybe they yeah, that's true. Maybe they well, have ten almost. minutes of leeway time. Why is she scared in the end with Mogidian? Is she just like what? What is she like the the net tightens and it like singes her arm or cuts her slightly and she's like oh and I'm like why do you give a fuck like you just like, your, I, your body gets cut in half like you're gonna get back up apparently 
I okay, get cut down. I get up again. No eyes that I go to <laughs> You know, I, I heard it too, but I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Look. But I was there. I, was there. I, I, I feel like the fear is justified for one reason and one reason only. And that is that the writers. It is. It, well, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, excluding well, reason, Josh. writers deemed it so. Excluding that one, uh, I'm trying to stay like in universe here. Um, I feel like if I am Landfear and I walk in and Mogedian's standing there and she's got some razor ass spider webs that cut my mm -hmm. hand, I'm gonna be like, shit, because. The one power is now involved, and this is a yeah. person who knows. Yeah, I just walked into a trap. Like that. Like also, in theory, thing. she like, doesn't know if any of the ones that Ishmael set free are also true power worthy from the dark. She doesn't yes. know she's alone in that. Like I got. I mean, there's reasons to be scared. It's a Magidian. It's old Mog. She's scared. I feel like if I'm, I feel like I'm, if I'm Landfear, I'm disdainful of every other Forsaken, and I think I am destined to rule the world alongside Luce Theron. When uh, no, that's just a fucking joke. Like, and I'm not afraid of their traps or any of their bullshit because I'm fucking. Well, and you have a clear advantage. I love how Ishi, yeah, I love how Ishi's like. I don't think like Landfear and is like, do you know why I'm the only one the Dark, uh, you know, our the Great Lord trust with his power? Because I, unlike the rest of you, actually follow in his vision, and it's like pretty sure we just saw her use the truth. Right, like, Andrew. I'll Venmo you twenty dollars right now to call Domino's Pizza and order a pizza with that exact accent. <laughs> I do like one of your pepperoni. Order it to my house. <laughs> yes, I know I am in North Carolina. I don't know why you're not taking up on that. Incredible. What is that the, the fucking dude that they buy Anakin from in episode one that Liam Neeson buys? Oh Anakin my from? god. Watto. Watto, yeah. yeah. Main tricks don't work on me. Only uh, money. Only money. <laughs> <laughs> I've been of the second you said the guy that they buy Anakin off of. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's what they do. It's like Jedi. They're supposed to be like these noble, like religious noble warriors of the galaxy. Oh man, let me buy that kid. Like, I gotta, I, I gotta say to to any uh, men or women watching that are trying to decide which of the four of us is the, the most desirable, it's Andrew, because he's the only one that didn't know. <laughs> the obvious answer, the obvious answer is Andrew. I the mean, rest yeah, of us knew, everyone knows it's Andrew. <laughs> we knew immediately. Oh, what? <laughs> what do you mean you won't give me your daughter's hand in marriage? I, I will say this. One other thing, <clears throat> one thing that continues to be a sticking point, mm -hmm. besides neutering Rand and Lan, and Rand's yeah. bed with Celine. One thing that maintains itself as a sticking point in my mind is this fucking dagger. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it drives me crazy. It, it follows zero rules. Well, Apparently, the dagger, you see, with the dagger is insane. Uh, 
Uh, did you guys watch the Dusty Wheel watch with Brandon? I watched that one night because it happened to be like coming on while I was also just up late doing stuff for Twilight. I was like, maybe we just recorded well, you were something. And I was like, oh, well, I'll watch this while I'm doing other things. And then I was like, what the fuck? Brandon's on my side since when? You know, like, <laughs> like so everything he brought up I was like, couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And then afterwards, the fallout of like everyone being like, you're leaving alone, old man. You know, like, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? What's wrong with He's you? right. He's 100% right. Yeah. Every, every kid, every boy. His, his criticisms had an analysis behind it and thematic elements that he was like bolstering with evidence from the books. And I'm like, why could, what fault could you possibly find in those arguments? Dude, every, every boy and most girls know extremely well that if I have a stick and I tie a thing to the end of the stick yeah it lasts mm -hmm. about 12 seconds yeah everyone before yeah. it flops off before it breaks like, off yeah oh that's why I can't do it I was now, wondering like why I can't like show comments from the stream it's because the stream got set up as private not unlisted I did uh, not set it as private I have a real question for you guys. Can you explain to me people's blind insistence on loving this show? No matter That's kind what. of what I'm getting at. Like Brandon was understand. providing like actual <laughs> insight as an author of the book series and, and reader of the scripts and a contributor of the, to show. the show. Yes. And he was going, I tried to get them to change this. I don't agree with what they're doing here. And here's why. And so on and so on. And they were like ripping them apart the next day on Twitter about yeah. it. And I'm like, what and the he's fuck not, is this? He's he's obviously not extremely online. He probably assumes like, man, this disappointed me as a it, yeah. And then it, it, so oh. therefore it must disappoint I'm, a lot of readers or viewers of the show. And he's kind of like, yeah. hey, oh yeah, man, I'm sorry, this went this way, not what I wanted. And then instead, just like this cavalcade of people just bashing the guy that finished I, I the goddamn like, book. Finish no. the books. Bashing <laughs> the guy. Bashing the guy for being right. And also, just, just honest just, opinion. He's just giving constructive criticism and an honest opinion of what he was viewing. You know, like and it, and it's the Ashen dog. Very close, thorough analysis of like the scripts he had read and the notes that he had made to them, and they didn't change even based on his opinion, which is fine for them to do. But like and, at the same it, time, it, it's like one of those things where you're just like, it's just him going, "I'm sorry, I really didn't want them to do this. I tried. I fought really hard on this one note or, not only that, or this one thing or whatever." But he's and, looking wait, at it going. Wait. Yeah, and real quick, and to add on to that, like I, I've been offline for quite some time after the first season, mm -hmm. and we were getting ready to watch uh, the second season. <clears throat> so I'm just like, oh, I want to see what people have to say about it after I watched it because I was like unhappy, and just like comment after comment. I'm scrolling through Twitter and everyone's saying book Nazi, book Nazi, book Nazi, book Nazi, book Nazi, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? A this book is cloak. real. Yeah. Oh, about but, Brandon it's, but it's super or just about anybody that remotely oh, yeah. doesn't like the tv show i'm super mm -hmm. confused so you're not allowed to dislike the show which is which apparently is the truth well, well I mean, so i thought that's interesting have... and let me ask you guys this because i want to know how you feel about it but like when book cloak came up as a term in initially before the show mm. season one even came out <laughs> it was kind of in reference to like psychos that had this own like preconception yeah. of what the books were and as casting was even coming out, they were like, yeah, not my 
send buoy no, or whatever the you know kind of thing yeah. and people were like oh you you're basically a nazi because they're casting you know black people as Nineveh and you know and parent and all that stuff and people are having problems with it it since has what like blurred the lines to where like if you criticize the show in any way shape or form it seems like i'm like people would be like oh you guys are book clubs i'm like whoa what <laughs> don't, well, I mean, th don't throw me in with that lot wait what where did that so line blur to this far it, you know it started off uh, absolutely with people that had uh, unfounded issues and criticisms hmm. of like the casting choices because mm -hmm. of like the, the whole like be having an issue oh, with because the race. Of the race. Of the cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which is horrible. So it started there, and then that just got doubled down on whenever people exactly. started reacting to like some of the trailers and that kind of stuff. So it all got tied into like this kind of like. Uh, racist misogyny around the same time that like uh, calling people Nazis became the buzzword to win any argument you yeah. make for whatever reason mm -hmm. because you know I can't make an actual argument so I'm just going to call you a, a bad name and that'll scare you away that'll get me away the moral high ground yeah. yeah because I can't formulate an actual like comment against you so I'm just going to call you a bad name without any actual foundation behind it hey are you um, personally attacking me right now dickhead <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> directed only I can on Andrew to give me a finger <laughs> on the pulse of the internet. You on to attack you? Yeah. <laughs> um. But then it just like as people became critical of things, you definitely still had plenty of people that were critical of the TV show for the wrong reasons. Mm. Oh, for sure. Said everything yeah. was horrible because of they had issues with the the race of the the, the race or whatever of those people still fall into that characters. category. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It became this thing where gradually over time it was just like if you have negative criticism of this show, we're not gonna, we're no longer going to listen to your reasoning behind it. We're just going to assume mm -hmm. it because you don't like the show, and the most visible and vocal people that don't like the show do it because of abhorrent mm. reasons. We're just going to loop everybody in together in this one same group. Yeah, obviously in this world, you're either entirely one hundred percent for it or you're absolutely 100 against it there is no in between you got to be on one and that's all oh wow all right so we, we're just a snapshot of the united states basically i don't know what <laughs> yeah. you're talking about <laughs> that's like a, it's life re reset it in the chat social media does not do middle grounds you're yeah either, they do not yeah you either right, unequivocally yeah. there's no nuance everything there's no about discussion. the show yeah and think it's the greatest <laughs> television ever made or you're a book cloak, which means you're... Listen, I so, and I've said this on our show a thousand times, I I love the show that it even exists. Like, we do ratings yes. on our shows per episode, and I not never drop below five, because I'm like, I mean, I'm at 50% just because I'm watching a show called yeah. The Wheel of Time, you know, like, kind of thing. So I'm like, yes. And and like I said, and Tom's the other side of that spectrum, and John is somewhere in the middle. Which is, which, you know, in terms of our show, actually gives a lot of good commentary on the episodes we watch because it's got a, like, a well-rounded, like, take on, like, what we're experiencing. Um, the key is that, like, just because I'm at 50% doesn't mean I'm not going to, like, point out things that I find yeah. that are incorrect or yes! inconsistent or blah, 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 or not right with the show. Some of those are based on the fact that I've read the books. Some of them are just show isn't doing its job, you know, kind of thing. Like, in terms of you know the characters getting a solid arc in a season or you know like the you know just little things like that or like the little nitpicky things like i said about land with the dagger you know like there's little moments that you could give to each character throughout season one that would have made you give a shit more about those individual characters than they did in the show you know like 
There's little moments that could happen throughout season two that could have like bolstered, you know, that stronger in my heart and desire to continue watching the show and giving a fuck about Perrin or any even Arguin, you know, kind of thing. And Whereas I think they did a really my... good job on some hands, and then on, on other characters, they did. Whereas on my they end, did some did... good hand jobs and some bad hand yeah, jobs. Yeah, some good hand jobs yeah. and some not <laughs> some, so good hand jobs. Some hand jobs are just really great. And some, me, you the... and some use jargon. Yeah. Got it. For me, if you change the title card to Everybody Loves Raymond to say The Wheel of Time, I feel like they've done as, as good of a job <laughs> adapting the books as this show has. <laughs> or any, literally any other TV show you could do. <sighs> I I was I, I was curious I was curious about that just because uh I saw somebody like like oh I never expected this website to be book books and they put a link to a review of the start of season two and I read it I was like this is at worst middling and I think this person likes the show yeah and yeah like, yeah and there was yeah. a pile on in the comments it was crazy for, I don't for me, what article that was, but it was like IGN or something. It was like a, just a regular yeah. website that's like, and it was clearly yeah. written by somebody on that staff that like likes the Wheel of Time and was just yeah, like, ah, this is cool, feel. but and here's why, you know, kind of thing. I'm, I love I'm basically like, surprised nobody's comments. blown up my house. Sorry, like, like, you have those comments about people that are like super critical mm. of the show, but then like certain other article style uh websites uh i'm not going to say their actual name because i don't want to call them out but if i had to make up a name of such a website i would I something like ranting about screens.com okay yeah it's a terrible Doing an article about like Nynaeve's return uh, uh the scene with Nynaeve in the in the arches changes a core truth about the books and it's like one it's oh, not a core yeah, one. truth about the books at all but two, it also happens in the fucking books. Mm -hmm. It's just not like people don't abandon I, and walk away because the time dilation goes differently. But this actually happens in the books. And it infuriated me. I know I talked about it in our Discord because a, mm. a simple cursory Google search would literally turn up <laughs> the book, the chapters, everything about what happened. And somebody was like, you know what's going to make a great article? Me saying that this change is a fundamental truth of the books. Yeah, yeah. So well, and there's like you absolutely never no like research whatsoever done. Yeah, I've, I've never mm -hmm. said that you should... I've, I've rarely ever said that somebody should fire somebody for <clears> especially just like being wrong reasons. Generally, it's like just a, being morally abhorrent. That If you can't even be bothered to Google search in an era where most people are teleworking anyway, just it's fucking... Quit, just quit, just it, stop. You're not just wrong, you're stupid in three languages. <laughs> Honestly, and for me, like I, I've I've been very concerned about my criticism of the show. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. Like, I've I've been very careful about my criticism in the show because I wanted to make sure that when I bring criticism, I want to bring receipts. I want to make sure mm -hmm. that I'm I'm bringing an intelligent argument. But sure. when Brandon yeah. Sanderson says this is stupid, yeah. I kind of go, you know what? I'm listening to that. I don't he feel the, the receipts, Josh. <laughs> he did. He did. He's like, this is wrong, and here's why. I'm still bringing receipts, but you guys don't even understand how much less so, careful I'm going to be about this. Number going one, forward. there's, as you said earlier, Josh, there's no consistency with the dagger, period. So none. that presents it, that in and none. of itself presents a problem. But if you're running and you're trying to fix that, and this season seemed to try to fix that, 
and tried to give the dagger certain rules and like how it acted or how it was able to kill people or whatever it was doing, you know, kind of thing. That said, there's no difference between put, putting the dagger in a sheath and tying it to your belt versus tying it to the end of a stick. It's still right next to you. Right. It's still affecting you. Like kind of thing. And I was like, God damn it, why didn't I not think of that? Like Brandon said that I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. And here's for the some thing. reason him tying it to the end of the stick made me think it was okay too. But thematically, the it people... presents a problem. I just love that. People and here's will the look thing. at the person that has like some of the most intimate knowledge of yeah. not only Robert Jordan's notes, but his desires. I don't know. Because he actually talked to Robert fucking Jordan. Oh, I don't know, like, right? You're such, you're, because... you're so wrong. You're such a book cloak. And it's like, the fuck are like, you talking about? Like, we wouldn't have the, the last fuck few are books you talking to. Guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But now you're well, mad sir, here's he's the like, thing, though. Oh, that's not a, a reason to listen to what he has to say. Like, I mean, it is and it isn't. But the fact that he spoke about the show in a way that was like, this is weird and inconsistent. Why are they doing that? And mm. setting this up incorrectly. It wasn't like he was like, fuck this show. Like he was like, oh, sorry guys. I really hated this, that they did this this way. I wanted them to do it this right. way. It didn't work out. Exactly. You know, like it wasn't like he was like, oh, the show's the worst thing in the world. He was just like, hey, and I he, fought and for he, this and I didn't win. And that's my bad. But like, you know, here's the show. You know, like he wasn't, I don't know. And he was apologizing because okay. he felt like it was a disservice to the fans, which yes, yeah, really good. And I and I say this and 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 this this with the dagger. Let's let's just focus in on the dagger for just a second. Take the books sense. away. Take the books away entirely. The Wheel of Time books do not books. exist. This sure, yeah. is this is one hundred percent a TV show that was thought up by Rafe Judkins and team, and mm -hmm. the the Wheel of yeah. Time books do not exist. Sure, the dagger sucks. <laughs> it's supposed to be this need... evil thing and it twisted Matt need... and then they healed him of it and they never even showed like like I think you, Marie you like even... wraps it up and hands it to Lance. What did he do? Just like walk outside the inn and then throw it in a garbage can? Like it doesn't like, know what? we never see what happens to it. It there's no weight dagger behind the dagger. No... It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> There's no consistency to it. And yeah. you can apparently, apparently, you can stab five people with it and they'll just be like, oh gosh, that sucked. Well, let's go, guys. And then in this in the very next like, scene. Or Shinarin, then then yeah, if just you recover inexplicably from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then you can tie it with a little string on the end of a stick and then it becomes a lightsaber and it melts everything it touches but yeah. then you stab your friend with it and it's okay again well he got healed shittily by elaine i'm okay. i'm just i'm and this is well, this is my it, point it effortlessly melts through a door but it just sticks in rand and doesn't move yes like and, and this, and this becomes my point. Solid iron, at least, but you stick into a human body with the full weight of a shaft weighing down <laughs> against your ass in, and you're just like. And his scar looks like a decoration from a tiki bar. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this becomes my point. Take the books away. You know, give yeah. a give, take away our advantage. Of having an established story to compare it to. 
Yeah, exactly. The yeah. rules, there are no rules with that dagger. I but do it, very it just, uh, there. It yeah. does work and, for the or the, we, or the one power though. Like so, I mean, getting, yes. granted, that's a giant rabbit hole to dive down. But like the inconsistencies with, I mean, like Andrew or John, I don't remember who, which one of you said this at this point, but one of you guys were like, when we were talking about Leandrin channeling, oh, Andrew, it was you. But you were like, well, how did a Damane not see that Leandrin channeled like to let the girls go or whatever, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, that's a yeah. good fucking point. Like they constantly set up <laughs> rules with the one power and then don't follow up with them like a lot. And I'm just like, we need following like the rules of your you're following these books that give us written. all these clear rules. It's very easy. It's not like you have to make the rules up. Like the rules are there. You know, I don't know. Well, because because if Nynaeve accidentally puts too much power into this band, the yep. demonic from two miles away will sense it and come to find them. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but if Leandrin doing a little. Who's literally standing next to a demon? By the way, <laughs> she's like there. There she is. It's cool. <laughs> right yeah, away. No. Wait, Which we didn't see more that, that again. Yeah, it makes me more worried what? for how they're going to handle that one. Sorry, guys, missed more. that one. Makes me more worried for how they're going to deal with Nynaeve's block because. They, like in situations where she should have oh, clearly been absolutely angry enough to channel, she's not mm -hmm. and she doesn't. But the one time she does is when a yellow sister goes, Don't think, just do. Yeah. The power was like, within you all along. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's all reason I'm coming out of the swamp. And so the one thing I'll say about the show and the block is that there is no try. Only they've do. they've set up the block, but they haven't said what the block is. And all of us as book mm. readers are like, well, it's based on anger, obviously. But like they haven't said anything about the block being based on anything. If, they just say you have a block. So like this, the only thing that I'm like, emotion. I guess that technically makes sense ish, you know, but even if it's just based on emotion. How emotional is what she was going through in the last episode of that show should have get, gotten her past the block, right? Like Elaine in the arrow, the shit scene, Rand wounded on the rooftop. She didn't have enough emotion going at that point. Anger notwithstanding. Only Rand wounded on the rooftop. Yeah. Is just she nothing? actively trying to kill Egwene? Which I guess yeah. that's why they had Egwene do the whole like... Nynaeve actually doesn't really care about me. She's just here to do blah, 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 blah. So we're not actually that close. And Nynaeve's like, I'm hurt. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> like, really? I really enjoyed the... Nynaeve and Perrin were great in the earlier chunk of the season. In the latter half of the season, they fall off. Like, Perrin's just wandering Agreed. around with the Aiel girls. And then Nynaeve just goes, does jack all. Like, Elaine and her don't even get up there in time to free Egwene, you know, like kind of thing. Like, they took that away from those characters, you know. And the yeah, you gave Aaron it to Egwene and she freed herself. Rand and Nynaeve do. But Egwene freeing herself fundamentally shifts what that character went through because she freed herself. It's a very, it's a, it's a fine line thematically. And if you're not going to follow that through line in they're the show, it's fine not the to do character. without it. But if you it's are following that through line in the show, like it's like, what are you doing? Why did you change that? You know, kind of thing. It's understandable, but it's also cruel. Like Egwene in the books was never cruel. She was mm -hmm. angry. It was righteous anger. Mm -hmm. She was, you know, determined. All, she was never cruel. And don't get me wrong. 
Sean Chan absolutely deserve every bad thing that ever happens to them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. But that is it's it changed not from our heroes into being into being yeah. directly to the face, cold blooded, cruel. Because she didn't just yep. like kill the demone or anything like that. Like she literally basically tortured her into letting her go, which again. I'm not going to say I wouldn't do any differently, but I'm also not everybody else in the world. Um, and many people would probably call me cruel in some way or another. Who the fuck knows? Um, I mean, I mean, you're a, you're like, a just, just, cruel person. Holding like, like, someone accountable for their shitty behavior is yeah. cruel, apparently. And the thing nowadays. is, like, I, I get how horribly Egwene was treated and how horrible the experience was for her. But even then, the the Egwene from the books would have still been, and maybe she will in season three. Maybe they, you know, there hasn't been enough time to deal with it. And she's just like in the throes Man, of that's combat. Frustrating, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know what I like, mean? Maybe like, they're oh, gonna do that. Oh, baby! But like right now, like she, she literally correct. just, she literally just murdered somebody, and it's just yeah. like season seven. And it's just like, oh, this isn't gonna affect me at all. I'm gonna go shield attacks from a forsaken, like again. So uh, I, yeah, as as yeah. we very well know in from uh, the books, like killing another person <laughs> actually matters to these characters. Yeah, it's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, for all yeah. of them. When you when you kill another and person, it, it splits be. a piece of your soul, and then you put that into a Horcrux. Yeah, of you course. Yeah, that uh, yeah. put that into that's Uno's why Egwene was able to and hold yeah. off. Well, no, and that, I really no, enjoyed our time in Hogwarts School for witchcraft was right, and you come out of a drop of blood. So stupid. What a stupid <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we're going to spend so much of each episode just going pour the water, Egwene. It is <laughs> like pour more rain. Let's the like, water. Let's have you ignore your sister for five fucking minutes on screen, like. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We had no we had no time to develop a relationship with Ingtar and Ran. We had to have you, a Moraine ignore her sister for ten minutes. We, Man, we the, I was about to say we had to we had to have Moraine be unnecessarily bitchy to Lan, her sister, and her nephew. And like that was Mayonnaise, He's a dark friend. Didn't give oh. her time to turn around and look past the camera. As if she's he didn't mayonnaise though, he buttered. That's true. Both you know, sides. After each one of those, after they left, Moraine <laughs> would turn around, look off to the left of the camera or our right as we're watching the screen and look incredibly sad and bothered. So that's how we knew she was sacrificing something, not just being. Oh, an right. Because she because was. Because I Sedai are never an asshole. She was a bitch, but she was sad about it. So cool. You better be careful. You know what happened the last time somebody called another. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. She was a mean person, but go. it's okay because she was sad about it. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to uh, complain to a new audience because for the last like <laughs> month and a half, <laughs> I've I've just been on repeat on our show. It's like, hey, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I hate it, and here's the reasons why, and they're the same as they were last week. Yeah, but I mean, so again, but people, At least people are enjoying Tom's that. perspective, which is fine. That's you know? what I appreciate about you, Tom. Well, <laughs> man, look, we, we been rewatching that. I need to let's, let's start moving into into final thoughts, and let's do this. I want to start. I want to start with Tom here. Let's let's start with Tom. Final thoughts about all the things we don't like about season yeah, two. Tom. 
Preferably Kick a little off. bit more than I just don't like any of it. <sighs> I mean, also, if you just don't like it, that's okay. You don't have to yeah. just I like it. I, ju I just don't like it, but I could give you <laughs> specific exa two specific examples. That I said on our show a bunch, but like, yeah, I mean, they really nail it on the head. What drives me crazy about it is in a quote from the showrunner from season one, where <clears throat> they could not afford to build Camlin and put it into season one because they had to build Tarvalon, Tar which you did not because <laughs> Tarvalon's not in in the, like that drove me insane. And yeah. then so they had to build Tarvalon so you could show Stepan uh, killing himself. <laughs> we have to have the ring flame thing. Yeah, and then before we season, wouldn't have before any season two, somebody's asking, like, is Rosamund Pike going to be in season two a lot? And he said, well, of course, we yeah. have to make up a bunch of scenes for Rosamund to be in because you don't cast Rosamund she's Pike. She's going to be in season three, four, season. five, and six. Like, and don't, she's yeah, here to stay. don't cast her. Don't cast her. Or Sean Bean her. Either option yeah. is great. I mean, and everyone would love that. Don't make up scene like, and I said it before on our show, but like, I honestly originally assumed that Rosamund Pike signed on to the show because she was like, "Wait, I can do one season of this. Fuck off for five seasons, get it millions of dollars, for the come back at the end." Yeah, yeah. Right. nope. <laughs> Sounds good. And nope. it's, imagine, and it's imagine like, she doesn't wait. know that, and then she reads the series and is like, "The fuck." Yeah, I could have said like, like six other projects, <laughs> but no, you kept me in season two, three, four, she, five, six. She <laughs> she kind of she kind of fucked off the entire time and just chilled out, taking a paycheck. But could have no, it's right. Just I I feel like they have made terrible, terrible, terrible choices with the storytelling and direction of the show. The writing is great, episode by episode. The actors are great, like everything's great. It, just the overall direction, the choices made by the person in charge are fucking garbage. And I hope <laughs> that person falls off a cliff tonight. <laughs> and I hope that cliff is near my house and I see his head bouncing <laughs> on the street. <laughs> yeah, the I, goes to. Tom, I want to thank you for holding back and not being very brutal about your opinion there, buddy. Um, I, I mean, yeah. Tom's I'm, given worse reviews wait, episode wait, by wait. episode on our show, for sure. One, one last know. thing. Every time every time we're just like, hey, I'm just glad the wheel time's out there and people are going to do this experience. <laughs> I'm actually upset that people are experiencing this as the wheel time. It's not the wheel time. And that I love that. I love that Tom just busted in with, and another thing! It's not the wheel of time, but it is a wheel of time. It is no, a wheel of time. <laughs> it's it's a rig. It's a rig. Okay, Gosh, I will say this. I will say this. I first and foremost, season two is a dramatic improvement over season one. I I don't. I I I feel this in my bones. Um, yeah. but that's like saying. You know, season one is a four, and season two is a six. Okay. I season three needs to be an eight or a nine. I'm sorry, it needs to be in order for me to be invested in it. Um, I I am happy with some of the corrections they've made, but there are. 
some glaring issues, which again, we, we, we talked about it to death. Rand and Lan being completely and totally removed from the story. Just like JK, they don't matter at all. Uh, the dagger, which plays a, a significant role in the books is just this random wild card of deus ex machina that we don't really know what to do here. Cool. Make the dagger do something. I hate that in storytelling. Be consistent. Follow your own rules. That's what I look for in good storytelling. And, and my criticism continues to be, if I take the books away, I'm still going to look at this show and go, what the hell is up with that dagger? This makes mm -hmm. zero sense. It's it it and it immediately turns my brain off. And I'm I'm sincerely looking for some improvements in season three. Hmm. Fair enough. Joe, yeah. you're next. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. I agree with Josh on a lot of notes. That kind of echoes my thoughts. Um I guess I would add on that with the the problems that I have with the show, even like setting aside book stuff, it's about the inconsistencies with the storytelling and the fact that the beats are, even if you take the beats of the show story-wise and twist them slightly to represent the characters that were more, would more better represent that moment in time. Like, I don't know, Egwene's burnt out and then Eve heals her in the end of season one. Neneve heals ran in the end of season two. He could still look up dreamily at Elaine and be like all doughy eyed at her. There's little moments where you're just like, why did you take that from Neneve? Why did you do this? Like, like, why is a queen the one healing Neneve? You know, like, it, like there's just little tiny things where I'm just like, wow, if that scene, that scene was fine. If you flipped it a little bit or just twisted this or changed that, there's so many little tiny microscopic moments like that, that I'm just like, I'm wondering if the people making this show have read the books at all that being said <laughs> like it's just oh, shit well i mean like you know, like it's just you you take those scenes and you change them a little tiny bit a line of dialogue here a change of person in one position or the other and it suddenly more res resembles the books and it's the exact story beat that you're trying to get across in the show there's almost there's no excuse not to do it I don't understand what the change is. Like, why do what you're doing? You know, kind of thing. So those are the ones I and have the most problems with that, like, drive me crazy. You know, like, they're the ones that I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that was an okay scene. That was a great scene in the show. And all you had to do was this much more. And it would have been make all the book fans happy as well. You know, kind of thing. So, it, like, it's little things like that that I'm like, I don't know what you're doing over there. We, um... The inconsistency with calling Rand the Dragon Reborn versus the Dragon drives me up the wall. And, I, God, and it, it makes me want to punch my TV screen until it's a shattered piece of glass on the ground. I don't understand it. Loose Theron's the Dragon. Rand's the Dragon Reborn. And no, then no, no. Loose the entire season reborn. one calling him the Dragon. And then in the one flashback with Luz Theron, they literally call him the Dragon Reborn. And it made me want to scream at the top of my lungs. Why? In season two with that, randomly calling Rand the Dragon Reborn at times. And there is, so they are a little tiny bit better at it. But I'm just like, that's a weird, a weird thing not to get right. It's just a, 
It's like calling Frodo Bilbo by accident, and all of us just being like, "That's eh, fine." And then we're just pretending it's like it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. So it's those it's little tiny things that mean so much to the the people that have read the books that they're so inconsistent with that drives me crazy. But like Josh said, season two is way better. I want more from season three. It needs to be so much better than they need to do so much better of a job. And I'm not saying season two was not that same course correction step, but season three needs to be just as much of a step forward in the right direction as season two was. And that's how I feel. Do you know, do you know what ruined me? Sorry. Hmm. One, just two seconds of a comment. Oh, I'm done. We did five minutes in heaven on. panel at WatCon. Yeah. And at WatCon, it was if you could add five minutes to any episode. Yeah, yes. To make yeah. it better, what would you do? And that panel ruined me. There were, there were like, I've, it was, I want to say there were like two or three like, do this? of those panels. And every single one of them, I was like, no, now granted. Lauren from Unraveling the Pattern was on one of those panels. And Lauren's a super smart guy. But I'm just like, where every single panel is like, if you would have done this, it would have been so much better. And I'm kind of going, Yeah, wow. you can't unsee it now. Yeah, We literally have a room full of fans being like, that would have been so much better if you would have done that. Is that the frustration? Like, just how easy it would be to, like... Yes! That's my frustration, for sure. Yes. Kind of, yeah. That's that's and my... the exact fucking scene and literally take one actor and move them from one side of the room to the other, and I would like, great scene, great scene. Right. That's my screaming you know, like, how, like, That's lot. how close they are to making a good scene. What is like, it in Fight Club? I am, you, I am Jack's you, screaming rage. You literally... <laughs> Chain something you didn't. You didn't have to do this. Yeah, yeah. You just, I just constantly want to be like, just don't do that. Mm -hmm. I already wrote it. It's our. It, it's right. It's yeah, done. Yeah. It's there. I'm, yeah, I'm going back. And, it. I'm going back now. It's the thing going that was done. Away. Going back. All right. Okay, so Tom and Joe are both fucking book cloaks. Fuck you guys. Come on, our show for more oh, book cloak we're, awesome. We're we're all book cloaks this episode because we utter, we dare utter. Hit it, Andrew. Book cloak us out. You guys had a whole episode on being a book cloak, basically. Did that feel good? Was that cathartic for you guys? It feels really good. Yeah, it feels so good right now. Feels good. A lot of people get from underneath our leave If you hate what we're talking about right now, I will feed on your hatred. I'm Which sorry. For those I'm of you sorry. that take what I just said seriously, we are not under any contract with Amazon or anybody else. We are actually not. We know. Before you. somebody freaks the fuck out. Um, sorry I for will... the subscribers we lost. You guys. <laughs> no, that's absolutely fine. I'm surprised we have subscribers. You know, apparently we'll just buy more according to some people. But... <laughs> the ones that have stayed, Tom. I mean, you guys can come watch yeah. Walkcast too. We'll we're we're waiting out the the wheat from the chaff. You know. Um, oh yes. I will say yeah. the vast majority of my issues with with the TV show in, in general, period, are a favoritism towards the books over what the TV show has done. I will also say the books are wildly successful. The books have sold millions and millions of copies. 
they are an incredibly beloved and successful series for people to read. The reason they even got accepted to be made into a TV adaptation is because the core story is good and worth telling. Um, season two did a lot more than season one to bring us closer to the TV show. I'm uh, hoping that the team is doing their Machiavellian thing where they're changing what they have to change early on. And early on. from then on, it's a move closer to the books to go with the book story because, again, the story is already incredible. The story is already fantastic. Um, where I agree that people are book cloaks is whenever they get into the issues with who's cast uh, to play the roles because the Wheel of Time isn't about races. It's about cultures. It's about different uh, different cultures of people, different nations of people. It Very rarely, with the exception of uh, one character and one group of people, mentions anything about skin color beyond the paler or darker uh, kind of comparison. Um, so, and if you think I'm wrong, well, then you should go and reread the fucking books because you're wrong. So there's just that. Because you're fucking um, wrong. Don't go at me. I agree. So carefully, so carefully spoken. Come at me. Yeah. Come at me, bro. I mean, you can, but also bring your receipts. And I swear, if it says paler or darker skin, then I'm going to call you a fucking racist because you automatically assume paler means white and darker means black. Um, that just makes you a fucking yep. racist. That's all it is. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Reese in the chat thinks their teeth are too white. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, they didn't have they didn't have crest whitening toothpaste back then. Yeah, they that's so accurate. <laughs> Fuck yeah! If the IEL had whitening toothpaste, they'd be fucked. They could not. Yeah, can, we get a, can we get a few Steve Buscemi's in here or what? Well, Galad is the only one that's found the crest whitening toothpaste. That's why he's so attractive, apparently. So. Yeah, Nynaeve uses Even salt in a stick. Yet. Yeah. The salted stick? And <laughs> yeah, she gets the salted stick. Speaking for John yes. from podcast, uh, he likes the show okay. Uh, his most biting comment, still my favorite, is like apparently Rafe Jenkins thinks he's a better writer than Robert Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I, I am going to say, in absolute fairness, uh, well, not fairness, absolute criticism, given not only the continuing support that book fans and book shows and people like that have given to the TV show, but the absolute massive bandwagon of support that book fans threw into your corner, Rafe, I find it incredibly offensive to just blatantly say... This show isn't made for fans of the books. Oh wow! Yeah, like, I, I like to think that you mean like the horrible side of the 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 true book cloaks, the people that just hate it for no mm. actual, for no actual reason. Cool. That's what I want to right. think. That's what I kind of semi choose to believe. I'm not going to say that's mm -hmm. what I fully believe because I'm not going to sit there and, and lie to you as you're listening to this episode. Absolutely, because that's <laughs> yes, what for sure. Because of course he is. He, he is a fan. But given the fact of the amount of support that the fans of the books have shown you, deserved or not, doesn't matter whether you believe uh, they are supporting you or not, or whether you deserve it or not, it, it still means something. And the, the fact of the matter that you include certain lines, like one man could hold 50 and then promptly in the final cut have them die to three. Um, and what does it take to earn a heron mark this side of the ocean? As people keep misquoting it, saying this side of the Aerith Ocean. He never says Aerith. He just says this side of the ocean. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you still include those quintessential book lines and you you highlight in interviews about, you know, there's nuggets in there for the book readers means that you are actually doing part of the series for book readers. So, like, Right. Just, also... You know, to I'm piggyback on that a second, Andrew, anything. they do. He I'm also not. said something like, this is for the wider audience. What wider audience? The The Wheel of Time is everywhere. It's it's all over the world. Like, there's, it's sold We're in the first copies. age. It's not like it's right just, now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, let's, let's, let's look at who y'all invited to the, the season one premiere in London. Oh, book fan, book fan, book fan, book fan, book fan, social media Thank personality, you. social media personality, social media personality that doesn't know how to research the basics of like, I don't know who the cast is. <laughs> like, I, I get it. Like, I, I get the statement. And uh, if you're going to do that, then cool. that's fine. Then don't predominantly invite book fans to be your, your social media coverage. Like. That's just a bit of that's like my, my bit of a thing is like it, it's like any other member of quote unquote leaderships in the arena. Like this yeah, right. isn't for this group. Oh, we're gonna lean on this group because in mass we're gonna depend mass, on not, them as our foundation, us, but it's not, not saying for anybody them. else. But mm-hmm. the book fans have given the the Wheel of Time TV show an unimaginable <laughs> unimaginable amount of free publicity and promotion that nobody has paid would- for. Many people have been thanked for. Many people have been thanked way more for. It's fine. No saltiness here. You know, it is what it is. Whether you emailed the wrong... You did not, sir! All right, look. Here's what it is. Here's what's happening. Gosh, Josh, no, Amazon... Actually, edit this episode and edit that part out for me. Please. I can't, Nothing that sir. You, edit. No, you can't. Live. And edit. <laughs> cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Amazon. Amazon. Thank you. Uh, I, I don't want you to think that we're ungrateful for your attention. I'm not ungrateful. We I want are. the show to keep going. I want the show to get better. <laughs> we are in tremendously grateful for I'm your attention. We hope. No, no, I'm disagreeing. <laughs> no, no, I get it. And and we're we're gonna we're we're closing this thing down, and we we think that uh, we're we're all excited that the show exists. By the way, that was that was a playful joke. Nobody take offense. All right, I'm no, everybody take offense. Don't backtrack, Andrew. Twatcast. Thank you so much, Twatcast. Where can the people find you if they decide uh, yeah. they want awesome Wheel of Time content that I mean, is older than that we their are own children's. YouTube, or their own podcasts, selves. You know? He's plugging while you're talking, so I guess we're done there. Yeah. Everything everything that you can find us on is on twatcast.com and then, you know, like YouTube, Twatcast. It's easy. You just look for Twatcast. Spell it right. I think that was yeah. the key, you know, for the most part. Yeah, which look right there in the corner. Yeah. Don't don't look for a TWAT cast. I don't know what. Yeah, that's that's a whole different thing. That'll be a different podcast. Um, actually find out right yeah now. anywhere you listen to your podcast it's been there forever tom, it's still there now tom's gonna It'll always tom's be there. gonna google the other twat cast right now tom um, my brother uh, i find tax of midnight has been here i find strange that it's the first time he's ever done that uh thanks everyone for being here thanks so much for listening thanks so much for tuning in uh we really appreciate you joining us for this week's dose of taint 
And we hope that wherever you are, you leave here just a little bit more insane than you were when you first got here. Um, please go check out the Twatcast. They really are some super awesome dudes. Don't tell them I said that. Um, from all of us here at the Black Tower, I have been your Sorb on the Hill, Josh. And for all of you that are listening to this episode going, wow, they're such horrible people, uh, that's fine. We are. You're entitled to your own belief, even if it's wrong. Um, <laughs> or right. You know, whatever you think it is. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong or right, but, you know, you obviously know where I stand. Uh, bring yeah. your receipts if you want to refute it. And if you want to refute it, there's the comment section down below. There's the feedback on the podcast. There's also blackterrorpod at gmail.com. There's also us on Twitter at Tower Podcast. And where about you can find Bam. us at blacktowerpod.com. Bring your receipts. Uh, not because we are necessarily subject. And let's talk. Because we will ask. But I'm just glad my favorite member of the Black Tower Podcast was here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's narrowed down. It's narrowed down. But let us it know. Is. Also, <laughs> if you are listening live, if you are listening live, feel free to hop into our Patreon chat post episode where we'll be hanging out at least for a little bit, or at least I will. I can't find anybody else will, but I will be hanging out for a little bit. Damn. And if sir. you're not I'll hang out. <laughs> able to access Patreon chat, uh, you're more than welcome to join Patreon. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you too could listen to our absolute trash takes on everything Wheel of Time or our golden takes, whatever you think. I don't care. Golden takes. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to keep doing this because our we love doing it. Our tainted takes, and you can't make me stop because I pay for my own internet. So kiss my grits. But I have I been like Andrew. <laughs> you're Bajan Mahal. Thank you so much for listening to the Black Tower podcast. If this is the last time you listen to the Black Tower podcast, we hope that you fail in life. I mean, succeed in life. <laughs> Live your best life. But for the rest of you that can uh, stand listening to opinions that maybe you don't agree with, or maybe you do, we will see you next week on the next episode of the Black Tower Podcast, where we talk about <laughs> the Wheel of Time. And for all of us here Surprise. at the Black Tower Podcast, we love you, thank you, or don't thank you, but we definitely thank you for giving us time or comments. Comment down below, like all the algorithms. I'm going to stop rambling on now as we play the Absolutely. <laughs> We can help you, we will make you safe.